0: This week's Parsha is Parsha's Yisroy, and in Parsha's Yisroi we have the famous Aseres Adibrois translated loosely as Ten Commandments but since there are more than Ten Commandments in the Ten Commandments therefore we have to translate as Ten Statements or Ten Directives Our Shir will not focus on the Ten Commandments and Aseres Adibrois Our Shir will focus on Chapter 20 Pasuk number 20. But before we go into that Pasuk, we have to repeat the first two commandments for us to understand what the Pasuk is talking about and why the Pasuk is saying what he's saying. The 10 commandments that Sersa Debrois are found in chapter 19, Pasuk number 1, but really starts in Pasuk number 2, where it says, Anoichi Am Hashem your God, that took you out from the land of Egypt from the house of slavery the second commandment which is in Pasuk number 3 and 4 al you should not have God of others or other gods in my presence you should not make to you a carved image or any likeness that is in heaven above, or in the land below, or in the water underneath the earth. You should not prostrate to them, of them you should not worship, because I'm a jealous God, who visits the sins of the fathers to the son to the second and third generation, to hate them and does kindness to 2,000 generations, to those who love him and those who keep his commandments. Basically, this Pasuk is warning us against idolatry, that we should not make images, we should not worship those images. And then in chapter number 20, after the Ten Commandments, in Pasuk number 19, the Pasuk says, Hashem tells Moshrabeinu, Koi soy Israel, so he should say to the Jewish people. Every time he says the word koi means you have to repeat these words exactly as Hashem told them. Atam re'isem, you have seen Kim Yashomaim di Barti that I spoke to you from heaven. Loitasen iti, you should not make with me Elohei Kesef, gods of silver, Belohei zav, and gods of gold, Loisasu you should not make to you. In the simple literal interpretation, this Possek is telling us that we should not make idols of gold and idols of silver. If that is really what is meant in this pasuk, the question that Omer Forsham asks is why did the Torah choose specifically the commandment of do not make idolatry as something to be repeated when the Torah has 10 commandments and the Torah doesn't repeat any other of the commandments. Why did Hashem see necessary specifically to repeat these two commandments that are written here. Seferk HaMegdover explains that this pasuk that says do not make with me gods of silver and gods of gold you should not make to you cannot mean that you should not make idolatry because then the word iti with me would not make sense. Therefore he explains that this pasuk is telling you that even though you're not making those images because of idolatry meaning you are not making those images because you think those images are God still you're not allowed to make those images and he explains that we know for example a king of flesh and blood when he wants to do something in his kingdom he doesn't do things by himself normally He appoints agents and ministers and officers that take care of that problem. And for example, a person wants something from the king, chances are that the person doesn't go directly to the king. He goes to one of these officers, one of these appointees, and this appointee or officer or even the viceroy, he listens to the request and he brings this request to the king. And in the same way, the opposite. Let's say the king wants to find out about one of his subjects. Normally, in a regular kingdom of people of flesh and blood, what would happen is that the king sends an agent, and the agent will look in into this person, and will bring back his report to the king, and the king will act according to that report. If that is so, that the subject doesn't get to talk to the king, and he only gets to talk to somebody in charge what the subject will try to do is try to get in the good side of the one in charge like that he'll bring his request in a favorable way to the king and like that the king will answer his bidding the subject may try to bribe that officer may try to do a favor to that officer or anything in order to get the good side of this officer because he knows that his fate is dependent on the way this officer is going to bring his request to the king. And that is exactly, says the Hemek Dover, what Hashem is trying to tell the Jewish people that they are not allowed to do, meaning that we know that we have two great luminaries, We have the sun, which is the great luminary, and then we have the moon, which is the smaller luminary. And the sun rules by day, and the moon rules by night. Also, the sun, because of the way it shines, the yellowness, the sun, says Sefer HaMekdavar, is equivalent to the gold. That when you talk about that you should not make gods of gold, meaning that you should not worship The sun, even if you are not worshiping the sun because you think the sun is God, but you think that you have to be good to the sun because the sun is one of Hashem's officers, and you have to be good to these officers in order for Him to be pleasant with you, for Him to be able to bring what you do in front of God. Nonetheless, Hashem says that, Loisasun iti, don't make with me gods of gold and he says that the moon signifies gods of silver since the moon is the color of silver and when Hashem says do not make with me gods of silver it means to say that we should not be nice to the moon and worship the moon mistakenly thinking that the moon is the one that's going to bring our request to Hashem and like that Hashem will answer our prayers and why shouldn't we do this? He says that the introduction of the Pasuk, that the Pasuk says, So you should say to Jewish people, You yourself have seen with your own eyes that I spoke to you directly from heaven, that I didn't use an intermediary. I spoke to you directly from heaven and i told you what to do in the same way that i could speak to you directly from heaven and i don't need an intermediary because you saw me face to face when i spoke to you so too you should not use an intermediary when you want to speak to me that if you want to request something from me do not go through the moon or through the sun or through any other intermediary mistakenly thinking that that is the only way to get in touch with the kings of kings, you should go directly to me because that's the way that I spoke to you. And that's what the Apostle to say, do not make with me, meaning you should not mistakenly think that by you worshipping them, you are actually connecting to me. And according to him, there is two different prohibitions. The prohibition of the Ten Commandments of Aserz Brois is that we shouldn't make from the sun on the moon a deity, a god, thinking that they have the power to do anything. And this commandment is that we should not use an intermediary in order to speak to Hashem. And the Arch of Dover says that this commandment, where it's written, "Koisomer was only brought down after the second Luchas, after we sinned in the golden calf, and Moshe Rabbeinu went up for another 80 days, and he came down with the second set of tablets on Yom Kippur. After that, Yom Kippur is when Hashem wrote this poshuk here, that we should not use an intermediary in order to speak to Hashem. But before that, the only prohibition given to the Jewish people was the prohibition of the Aseres Adibras, of the Ten Commandments, which is related to idolatry itself, meaning when you do something believing that this has power and it is a god. And because of that, he says, it comes out that retroactively Aharna Koyan did not sin. Because Ahar Nakoyan, when he did the golden calf, he specifically said, Chag Hashem Mocher, that tomorrow is going to be a holiday to Hashem. In other words, Aharon Koim built the Golden Calf with the intention that the Golden Calf should be an intermediary for Hashem. The people eventually decided to worship this directly. But when Aharon did the Golden Calf, he only did it as an intermediary for Hashem. And you could see clearly from the words that he says, Chag Lashem there's going to be a holiday to Hashem tomorrow. So you see clearly that this golden calf was only intermediary to speaking to Hashem. Eventually it ended up being a mistake because the people worshiped this golden calf itself. But Aharon himself did not sin because the commandment of not using an intermediary in order to speak to Hashem, according to the Arch of Dover, was written after Moshe Rabbeinu came down, after the atonement of the golden calf, and Hashem didn't want us to duplicate this mistake, therefore Hashem gave this commandment at this point. The Alshech takes the view that the sin of the golden calf was a real sin, and he claims that this is the reason why Hashem specifically repeated the commandment of not making gods of silver and gods of gold, in order to hint to the people and remind the people that they shouldn't do the golden calf, they shouldn't have any excuse for doing it. And he brings Ahmed Rosh Shemoz Mem Aleph Gimel, that the Jewish people asked two things from Hashem. One, that we want to see our King. We want to know who is the King speaking to us. And the second, that we want to hear it directly from our King. Meaning that we want to hear directly the words of Hashem. And Hashem decided that He is going to give the request of the Jewish people. And Hashem decided that He is going to show his glory to the Jewish people directly and also that he is going to speak to the Jewish people directly. The madrash asks a question, why did Hashem do this just because the people asked? Since when does a father give everything that his child asks? Just because the Jewish people ask, that is a reason that Hashem should give in to us? The madrash answers that the reason Hashem decided to give in to us is in order to take away the excuse that he could have had when we did the golden calf. Meaning, since Hashem knew that we are going to do the golden calf, Hashem wanted that we shouldn't have any excuse for doing it. Meaning, that we cannot say that you told us not to make an idol, but we don't know who you are. We have never seen you. We have never spoken to you. And that is the reason why we did the golden calf. Meaning, that had we seen your awesomeness how great you are we would have never sinned. we would have never done the golden calf also had we heard directly from you after we have seen your awesomeness then we would have known that this commandment came directly from you and we wouldn't have transgressed it but now that we didn't hear from you and we didn't see you Therefore, we did the golden calf because we didn't know how you look and we weren't sure that these were your words. Therefore, Hashem decided that He's going to show them His glory, He's going to show how awesome it is, and He's going to speak to them directly. As the pasuk here clearly says, So should you speak to the Jewish people. "Atam You have seen, meaning... You have seen with your own eyes that your king spoke to you, that from the heavens I spoke to you. So, this apostle clearly tells you that Hashem spoke to us directly and Hashem showed us his glory, and he, we were able to see him, and we will be able to see him when he speaks. Therefore, now you have no excuse for eventually doing the golden calf, and I'm also as a kindness giving you another warning Loissasun Iti Elohei Chesev velohei Zav Loissas Do not make with me gods of silver meaning make sure that you don't use the golden calf as an intermediary and also make sure that it doesn't become an idol itself that the golden calf originally was an intermediary and eventually it became a full-fledged idol as as the Archev Dover explains So Hashem is telling here before we do anything that I don't want you to make neither intermediary nor an actual God. And yet the Jewish people did not listen to Hashem. Therefore, they were punished. The Alshech HaKodesh explains that this pasuk is totally redundant. It is the same commandment as in the Aserah Sadibras of not doing idolatry. And the reason it's written here is to stress two points. One, that I appeared completely to you. And second, I spoke directly to you. And my statement is do not make idolatry. Therefore, I'm taking away your excuses. And eventually, when you do the golden calf, which Hashem knew they are going to do, you will have no excuse by saying I didn't see Hashem, I didn't speak to Hashem, I didn't understand. I'm reiterating to you, in order for you not to sin, and if you sin, you will be duly punished. Rashi gives a couple different interpretations on the different Pesukim, and we will quote Rashi soon, but Sefer Bey Ritzchak explains that Rashi had a few questions on this Pesuk. The first question that Rashi has is that the formula that the Torah uses here is different than the formula the Torah uses in the Ten Commandments in the Aserah Sadibrois. In the Aserah Sadibrois, the pasuk says, You should not have God of others or other gods in front of me. Then why here the Torah says, Don't make with me gods of silver and gods of gold do not make for you. The Torah could have just as easily said, do not make other gods. Why does the Torah specify what kind of gods, gods of silver and gods of gold? The Torah could have just written down, do not make other gods. And second of all, why does the Torah have to tell me, do not make gods of silver and gods of gold, which implies that other kinds of gods you could make, that other materials, for example, steel, wood, stone, we could make where in truth we know we're not allowed to make any kind of god and other question that he asks, why? when it's referring to gods of silver, he's saying loisasun iti, do not make with me gods of silver and when it's referring to gods of gold, he's saying velohei loisasun lochem, and gods of gold do not make to you meaning that silver is with Hashem and Hashem doesn't want us to make that and gold you'll make for you and Hashem doesn't want you to make that either. Why isn't the pasuk consistent? The pasuk could either be written period, do not make with me gods of gold and gods of silver or the Torah could say do not make to you gods of silver and gods of gold. Why does the Torah split up and says by the gods of silver with me and gods of gold you should not make to you. Therefore Sefer Beritzchok explains that Rashi is coming to answer all these questions. The first question that we asked how come here is not written the same formula that's written in the Ten Commandments in the Sefer Debrois, Loisasun Elohim Acherim Do not do other gods. He explains That's what Rashi means to say from the Mechilta, Loisasun the Mus Shamoshai Do not make the images of my servants. Meaning, HaShamoshim LeFonai Bamoreim Don't make the images of those who are serving me in heaven. Meaning that we should not make images of angels and also we should not make the images of the four animal figures that are in the throne of Hashem, the four parts of him that are described in Yechezkel, which are the image of a lion, the image of an eagle, the image of an axe, and the image of man, that we are not allowed to make those images. And the reason why Hashem is telling you this commandment just now, and it is not included in the Ten Commandments in the Seres Adibrois, is because from the you could misinterpret because there the pasuk says you should not make yourself a carved image or any likeness that is in heaven above from the words heaven above you could think that we're talking about sun, moon stars, and any other astrological form that you are not allowed to make any images of those forms but things that are above that things that are in Madora Elyon that are in Hashem's abode as angels and those parts of him you may think that you could make because when Hashem says, Hashem only meant those images that are in heaven, meaning that we call heaven that are up in the sky but not those who are called in Hashem's throne therefore the Torah is telling you here that loisasun Sasun iti that you can't make even the images that are with me that those images of the angels and the four parts of him and the four animals you're not allowed to do and that fits very well with the Pasuk because the Pasuk just finished saying Koi Ab Israel, so you should say to the Jewish people, Atam re'isem, you have seen Kimina Shomayim Mohem, that I spoke to you from heaven. Since you have seen, you have seen those images, you have seen my throne, and my throne has the four images, and also you saw the angels that accompanied me when I spoke to you directly, you may think you are allowed to make those images, because you want to connect with me, you mistakenly may think that it is okay to do those images. Therefore, I'm telling you, Loisasun Iti, do not make those images with me. Then Rashi says that from the fact that it's written, Loisasun Iti Elohei do not make with me gods of silver, that seems a whole different idea. Meaning that the Torah is telling you, Even though I told you that you should put keruvim, you should put cherubs on the kotcha kodeshim, on the Holy of Holies, on top of the Ark. As we know, the Ark had two cherubs spreading their wings upward and the cherubs had images of children looking at each other. And even though normally something like that would be called idolatry, but since I told you to make these images and I told you to put in the Holy of Holies. You may think that if you can't afford, you could change the material and instead of gold use silver. Therefore, the Torah is telling you, Loisasun iti, do not make with me Elohei Chesef, gods of silver. Even though I allowed you to put these images in the Holy of Holies, and they would normally be considered idols but nonetheless you only are allowed to make them out of gold in the same way that I specify to you you are not allowed to make those images out of silver therefore the Torah tells you do not make with me gods of silver meaning that if you put silver then they are going to be considered as gods and that will be tantamount to idolatry as a side note I saw the question asked why specifically on the cherubs it is a requirement that they be made of gold where the other vessels of the base for example a menorah, if we can't afford gold we could make it out of silver or like the Hashmanoim, they made them out of spudim Shabarzel they made them out of steel rods then why only by the Kruvim they have to be made of gold They can't be made of any substitute materials and I saw a beautiful answer that since the Kruvim have the images of children and these Kruvim are on top of the Oran, they are connected to the Torah, to the Luchois, then they signify children's education and the Torah is telling you that when you are dealing with children's education you cannot substitute to a lower quality material. You are required to go to the optimum material, which is gold. You are not allowed to use a substitute. You are only allowed to use the original material that I specified to you, gold. Also, to tell you that you are required to spend gold in order to give your children proper education. That you are not allowed to compromise for an inferior education then Rashi continues and says that you may think now that since Hashem likes so much golden cherubs I will put more cherubs in the Holy of Holies meaning that Hashem told me to put two cherubs two Kruvim on top of the Oren Kodesh, on top of the Ark and now we'll put another two standing on the ground the Torah is telling you then don't make other gods of gold to you because since I did not command you to put these extra cherubs in the Holy of Holies then there will be tantamount as you're doing gods of gold and also Rashi says that means to say that you may think that once you see that Hashem likes to have the cherubs, the images of children of gold then you may mistakenly think that you should put them in your house of studies in your base madrish where Torah is learned or in your bit classes in shul where you pray to Hashem to have a connection to Hashem to represent and symbolize Hashem's present and that's why you are going to mistakenly think that you are allowed to put extra cherubs of gold in those houses of prayer, and houses of learning, therefore the Torah is telling you, V'loheizov lo'issa'su do not make to you images of gold, meaning, if you're going to make on your own, then those images that I told you to put in the Holy of Holies, and when you put them there, it's okay, but outside they are going to be gods of gold, and they are idolatry. Shalos Chuvasar Advas Beisalofim Reish Beites asks a question if according to Rashi and the Mechilta if you make extra cherubs extra kruvim it is considered idolatry and that is what the possum means to say zav, should make to you then how did Shlomo Melech do this extra kruvim Shlomo Melech does two kruvim which they are 10 amas high, they are 10 cubits high which is approximately 20 feet and they stand on the ground of the sanctuary and they look toward the sanctuary toward the east side as the in Sukkot of Hei Ahmed Beis 5b explains not only did he make the kruvim, he decides he is going to make this kruvim out of olive wood and he overlays them with gold as the pasuk in Malachim Aleph, Malachim 1 Chapter six, verse twenty-three gives the detail. The question is, if, as we mentioned, it is a prohibition from the Torah to make extra kruvim, because the pasuk that says Elohei Zav, gods of gold, do not make to you" refers to the kruvim, how can Shlomoh Melech do those things? And the Radwaz answers that you can't ask question on Shlomoh Melech since the pasuk in Ibrahim one, chapter twenty-eight. Pasuk number 19 says that Shlema Melech received everything, hakul biksav miyad Hashem, all of his skill, that he received everything from the hands of Hashem. That means that everything that was given, all the instructions that were given to Shlema Melech were given by prophecy directly from Hashem. Then Hashem, the one who told Moshe Rabbeinu to make in the Mishkan two kruvim, told Shlema Melech to make more kruvim in the Beis Hamikdash. Are you going to ask me, what is the purpose of those kruvim? The Radva says, if you could answer me, what was the purpose for Shlomo Melech building extra tables, extra menorahs, extra levers for the Kohanim to wash their hands, then I could give you the answer why Hashem told them to build extra kruvim. But you should know that everything is a secret from Hashem, therefore we have no reason to look into it, that if Shlomo Melech received commandment through a prophet that he should do this, then obviously it's not considered an idol. Sefer Pardas Yosef tries to explain what is this commandment about, and also why regarding the silver it's written, do not make with me God of silver, and regarding gold do not make to you gods of gold. He explains in a very interesting way. He explains... That Zahav, gold, is a person that has a lot of money. And Kesev, silver, is a person who has money, but he doesn't have so much money. He has little money that is only valued as silver in comparison to gold. And he says that this pasuk is coming to tell you that a person should not idolize his money, meaning that a person should not think that his money is what brings him his luck, his fortune, that a person should know that only Hashem is the one that brings him his wealth and his good fortune. And he explains that a person who has some money, but he doesn't have a lot of money, is still somewhat connected to Hashem. He believes that Hashem could still help him. He still needs Hashem's help. Therefore, in this case, the pasuk says, lo iti, Elohei chesed, do not make with me gods of silver. You believe your silver, your money is God, but don't make me a partner to your money. Meaning, since your God, the silver, is worthless, don't join me with that. Don't rely on your God of silver, because at that point you are making me almost like a shoot of, like a partner with your money. And regarding the person who has a lot of money, since that person believes that oitzem Osoli as my might and my strength is the one that made me owe this money. Unfortunately, a person like that takes Hashem out of the equation as it's written, Vaishman Yeshurun Va'ivat, that Yeshurun Israel became fat and then they kick out Hashem. Because if you are wealthy, you believe that you are the one who did it. And you believe you are infallible. At that point, you forget about Hashem and you start idolizing your money. Therefore, the pasuk tells you that you should not behave this way. Don't make to you, don't make gold your God. At this point, it's not itty because Hashem is totally out of the equations. You idolize totally your money. And you made your money your god. In that case, you have to be careful that Elohezav They should not make to you gods of gold, meaning that you make gold as your god. The Machilta of Rabbi Shmuel and Yisro gives an interesting interpretation on this pasuk loisasun iti Elohezav loichesef, and he explains in the name of Rabbi Akiva that the pasuk means to say that we should not behave to Hashem the way the Goim behave towards their God. Meaning, that the nations of the world worship their idols according to the goodness they perceive their idols gave to them. Meaning, that if they get good fortune, they get plenty, they get wealthy, then they will praise their idols, they'll honor their idols, They will kiss their idols they'll hug their idols but in the case that their fortune turns and they get punished they get afflicted with pain they get sick they lose their money then they would kick and curse their idols and act disrespectful towards their idols hashem is telling us that in regard to hashem we should not act that way meaning that if hashem is giving us blessings we are required to bless Hashem for all the goodness He gives to us. And Shalom. the opposite. If Hashem is giving us punishment and is making us poorer and is giving us hurt, then we are required to praise Hashem in the same way. We are required to praise Hashem for the bad in the same way that we praise Hashem for the good. And we should not act in the same way as the goyim act. And the pasuk means to say that you should not act towards me the way that the Goyim act towards gods of silver and gods of gold. Do not make with me, meaning do not act with me in the same way as the Goyim act. That interpretation is in Medeshtan Humer, Parshas Behekoisai, simon Beis, or Rabshir Ben Levi says that if the Goyim would have known that because of the sins of the Jewish people they also suffer, they would put two guards to every Jew that the Jewish people should not deviate from the Torah and that they should not sin, meaning that the guards is not in order to punish us, the guards is just to make sure that we do not sin, because if we do not sin, then the Goyim will also get the blessings. Rabshir Malevi continues and says that the Goyim are so foolish that not only they don't put guards for us not to sin. They actually cause us to let go of Torah, and they cause us to sin. And they should know that when the Jewish people sin, the whole world gets punished. And if the Jewish people do not sin, then the whole world gets blessed by the Jewish people. Because the Apostle brings down in bereshis chapter 26, be kol that they'll be blessed through your children, all the nations of the world meaning when the jewish people act properly that not only do the blessings come on the jewish people they come to the whole world baddish continues that hashem is asking Moshe Rabenu, please you saw that i spoke to you from heaven do not make that i should be like a god of silver and like a god of gold meaning that you should not sin because if you sin then i won't be able to answer you and if I can't answer you, then you made me as a god of gold and god of silver. Meaning, the same way those gods, they can't do anything, because there is no power in those fake gods to do anything. In the same way, if you sin, then I won't be able to answer you. Then you have made me as silent as god of gold and god of silver. So the apostle says, says, do not make of me God of silver and God of gold. Meaning, don't sin like that. I will be a true God. I'll be able to act accordingly because if you do sin, then I have to stay silent for your request. I am tantamount as I would have been a God of gold and God of silver. And the final interpretation that we are going to give is going to be straight out of the Gemara in San Adrin of Zion on the base. There, the Gemara brings this posuk of Loisasun iti Elohai Chesef velohezov. Do not make with me gods of silver and gods of gold. The Gemara asks a question only gods of silver and gods of gold I can make, but gods of wood I could make. Therefore, Omaravash says that the pasuk comes to tell you Eloha, a judge, Hababi kesef, that you hire him. Is appointed because of silver, Veloha, Habab, Bishuzov, and a judge that is appointed because of gold. In other words, you appoint a judge because of money, that kind of judge should not be put. And we know that the name Eloha is a judge from the pasuk in Shemaz, chapter 22, verse number 7, where he says, Venikav Balabais Elohim, that the Balabai should come to the judges. There we see clearly that the word Elohim is judges. So when he says here, loisasun iti, do not make with me, mean do not make to represent me, judges that come through gold and judges through silver, which means that the judges paid money to get this position. And since Hashem equates his honor to judges, Hashem is saying, make sure when you make judges and you want to make them equal like me, do not make judges that received the position through gold and silver. Because Hashem is giving of his honor that he calls the judges Elohim, therefore you should make sure that you don't dishonor me by making judges that are appointed through bribery through gold and silver. The mechaber in Choshem Mishpat, Simon Ches, Sif Aleph, brings the whole dion hamismana bishul Oizov any dion that's appointed because of gold and silver, meaning that he pays for his position with gold and silver, asur lamoid lefonov, is prohibited to stand in front of him, meaning you're not allowed to give him the cover to stand up for him. Not only that, it's a mitzvah to act disrespectful and to degrade him. Sefer Miris and Naim, there in Simon Hay, gives the reason because of our Pasuk. Since our Pasuk is equating a judge that's appointed by gold and silver with an idol of gold and silver, then the Torah is telling you that a judge that gets his position by giving money is tantamount to idolatry. In the same way that idolatry we require to degrade and we can't give it honor, so too, a judge that received this position by paying money, we are required to degrade him and we cannot give him any honor. The Pishet adds to it that, according to this, comes out that anybody who gives a gift to a dying like that or anybody that supports a person like that it's 10th amount of him supporting avoid the zara meaning that a judge who bought his position for money is exactly like he would be an idol therefore if you support somebody like that it's 10th amount of you making avoid the zara not only you required to degrade them you can't help him at all now is should help that we should always judge favorably and if we go to court, we should make sure that we have proper judges. As it's written in the passage of Zion, the the Zion is going to be redeemed through justice. Therefore, it's very important to have proper judges. And we should always be careful that we do not make Hashem into a God of silver and God of gold. Meaning that we should always do the will of Hashem like that Hashem won't be indifferent and will answer our prayers. And if Hashem will answer our prayers, then we'll merit to have Moshiach come, the base amigdosh rebuilt, bimhero, bayomainu, amen.